this.
I stand amazed in your presence. There is nothing you cannot do. I stand amazed in your presence. There is joy, peace, and hope. There's no one like you, Jesus. There's no one like you in all the earth. There's no one like you, Jesus. There's no
words this morning. Find your own words this morning. Find your own words this morning. Say it to him. Say it to him this morning. Let him hear you. 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 It desires to hear you this morning. It desires to hear you this morning. He wants to hear you this morning. Say it to him. 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 Praise him like you know him. Praise him like you know him. Worship him in the beauty of his oneness. In the splendor of his majesty. He's the God of all flesh. He's the God of all flesh. He's the one who is here and amen. He's the almighty. He's the almighty. He's the almighty. He's our sufficiency. He's the all-sufficient God. There is none like him. There is no searching of his wisdom. There's no searching of his knowledge. Is the unchanging changer. Is the Jehovah Sabbath. Is the Jehovah Shalom. Is the Jehovah Sikenu. Is the awesome God. Is the awesome God. Heaven and earth adore him. Angels bow before him. He's beautiful beyond description. Oh, we worship you. He's God. There is none like him. He's worthy of all praise. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Raise the roof with your worship this morning. Raise the roof with your worship this morning. Raise the roof with your worship this morning. Raise the roof. Raise the roof with your worship. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Thank you, thank you, Father.
Lord and Father, we thank you for another awesome moment in your presence. Father, this morning we commit to your hand, O oh God, all that we will do, all that we will say. Father, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you speak through us, that you speak to us in the name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, let your word work wonders in our lives. Lord, please make it very impossible, O oh God, for anyone to live here the same. And after everything, O oh God, we promise you, I'll be very careful to return all the glory all the honor and all adorations back to you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Please be seated. Welcome to church. <coughs> Welcome to church. There's one nice hymn that I love so much. That's my favorite hymn. Anu, do you know? It's not a type alone. I know there was a time you guys wanted, anytime you guys want to sing that hymn, I come for fire yaga and I tell you this is how you should sing it. And this is how you shouldn't sing it. It's not a type alone. I love a type alone, but it's not a type alone. <coughs> My Jesus, I love thee. Savior had died. If ever 
Unto you, take my moment. You want to come and my day? Let it flow with peacefulness. Take my hand and let it move. At the impulse of thy love, take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. Shall we please rise as we take this lovely hymn together? It's a, it's a pledge, it's a commitment, it's a hymn of a commitment to God. It's a hymn of total surrender to God. If you are trying, if you are still struggling 
with your place in God. It's a commended one for you. Amen.
seated. Let's put our hands together for ourselves. Those are very powerful aims. The first one, if you wake me up, 3 a.m. in the middle of the night, by the grace of God, I will sing the first one without missing a word. A very powerful thing. This morning, we'll be looking at the why. Tell the person beside you the why. And we take our text from Ephesians chapter 5, 15 to 17. Ephesians chapter 5, 15 to 17. The Bible says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Verse 17, Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word in Jesus' name. I have here with me about five outlines. The outline number one says, where do we get wisdom? Where do we get wisdom? Where do we get wisdom from? I've often times heard people say that you are book smart. But that doesn't cut it if you are book smart. I need to be book smart. Whether or not they are right, I don't know. Or I don't know yet. But we dig deeper. So they say that ah, having a first graduating in the first class doesn't really make you smart. But it needs both a mix of book smart and book smart. So where do we get wisdom from? James chapter one and verse five. James chapter one and verse five. The Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Is that in your Bible? Is that in your Bible? Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7, still answering the question of where do we get wisdom from? Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Wherefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. So according to this scripture, wisdom is principal. However, wisdom without understanding can be foolishness. Wisdom without understanding can be foolishness. I remember in the course of the week when the flyer was posted to a plat to the platform where we look at these things before it goes out. 
man holding something like this. And I saw Sandy still coming and still coming like this. And we work on this flyer. That being old doesn't mean wisdom. A young fool will grow up to become an old fool if something is not done. <laughs> Have I getting any sense? A young fool, if he doesn't do something about it, will grow up to become an old fool. Number two, how does second outline? So where do you get wisdom from? You get wisdom from God. And the first ask of wisdom is to surrender your life to Jesus. Surrender your life to God. The first ask of wisdom. Bible says that by strength shall no man prevail. Best act of wisdom, the wisest decision that any man can ever make is to surrender to the Lordship of the Almighty God. The second outline, how does it affect timing? How does it affect timing? In the text we read, it says, see that you walk circumspectly. Very big grammar. See that you walk circumspectly. I thought you would put it on the screen so that you may see that I'm not saying something on my own. It said, see that you walk circumspectly. And the word circumspect means to be careful, to consider all circumstances and possible consequences. The word circumspect, it means simply to be careful to consider all circumstances and possible consequences. Now, uh, let me give an example. I have 700,000 naira in my account. And the excuse people use in this, this particular instance I want to cite to you. I have 700,000 and I have to pay my house rent for 250,000. And I've been using a visa that will expire because I haven't used it. And I'm left with the option of paying my rent making that trip so that the visa is not, doesn't expire before. So in using the word circumspect in this place, so I must sit down and count the consequences that after I go and enjoy it for 10 days in London, am I ready to sleep on the streets if my landlord pays me high? Carefully consider all circumstances because every circumstance, every decision you make comes with its own honeycomb consequences, either good or bad. So wisdom is sitting down, 
taking take a course. Analyze the whole situation. Carefully consider from the left to the right. And also look at the consequence. Bible says you may marry who wants to build a tower. Not skyscraper, not first feet down. Attend the course, whether it has merit or not. does it affect timing? Simply, uh, the way it affects timing is that if everyone can carefully consider things, there will be less casualties. If everyone can carefully consider things before jumping into it, before getting involved in it, before taking the step, there will be lesser casualties. Hosea 4.17. Hosea 4.17. Please Google the word Ephraim and join himself to his idols. Let him alone. Hosea 4.17. One second, one second. Yes, that's it. Ephraim, he joined himself to idols. Let him alone. If by this heart, you need a mad person alone. You need a mad person. Someone who will not take counsel. When you try your best to restore them, when you try your best to go after them, and they decided that this is the path they want to go, they want to be ruined, they want to be destroyed, it is natural to let them alone. Don't try more than the Jewish anymore. You need to sit down, carefully analyze situation. Before you go into it. The third outline. What are the benefits of being wise? What are the benefits of being wise? What are the benefits of being wise? This one I'm giving you this morning. Let the rice and cake. Enjoy it. And feed geese. <laughs> what are the benefits of being wise? one, good judgment. A wise man makes good judgment. A wise man has a good sense of judgment. A man who has wisdom can better handle challenges that arise at any point in his life. This is because good judgment comes to those who are wise. Good judgment comes from experience. And a lot of that comes from bad judgment. A lot of good judgment comes from experience. And experience comes from bad judgment. Someone called me two years ago. I said there's this networking business. Put 1.5, get two people. By the end of whatever you get in my life, I've always known that I'm someone, I'm a hands-on person. 
I don't put my money into something I don't have direct control over. I've never bought treasury bill before. That's how bad I am when it comes to go and let your money work for you. Ibo. <laughs> so, because of the person who invited me to join, I put one point five million naira there. After I put five one point five million naira there, first month, second month, third month, I was waiting for my second second new year. Somebody is using me to laugh because he he enjoyed it before me. I entered. <laughs> So, fourth month, fifth month, sixth month, twelfth month, thir- 28 months now. The money has been sending me good vibes. Now, let me shock you. The person who introduced me to you is a pastor that I respect so much. And he said to me, he said, ah, you can use it to help your church members. Tell them, the one who has 460,000 can collect this one. But you know, me, I'm someone that, maybe by now, people would have been using plant <laughs> to look for me if I, I just don't like to discuss business. comes from having made bad judgments in the past. That's why they say that experience is the best teacher. I don't agree with that statement one bit. Experience can only be a best teacher when the experience is not your own. The person who experienced it may not recover from it for the rest of people's life. So when you have someone who has been through something, trying to share their experiences with you, trying to come after you, trying to encourage you, hug them because what they are giving to you. People probably don't want you to come in the same village like that. So good judgment comes from experience. And a lot of that comes from bad judgments. The important thing is to grow and learn from your experiences. When you have good judgments, you will always be solving problems, seeing better results, and moving forward. I'm not saying I'm a wise man. But a lot of people in my circle, by the grace of God, when they have problems, when they have, I don't use the word problems. When they have challenges, at least I'm always one of the first set of people they reach out to. For me, if I have any issue, I tell people that if you see me sleeping in the afternoon, something bad has happened to me. And the only cure for it is just for me to just do 31 hour nap. And when I wake up, I wake up almost better.
Every judgment will always be heaven coming and God talking. Where last month we were having challenge, we were supposed to pay a particular debt. Well, I was talking to someone, someone called me, I said, what do you do? Is this ultimatum has come now? And the person called me back later and said that I told my wife that you Igbos will always find a way around this thing. I stopped find a way around this thing. And God helped us find a way around this thing. Number two, benefits of being wise is strong character. Strong character. Strong character produces wisdom which leads to the ability to positively impact others. Strong character produces wisdom, which leads to the ability to positively impact others. When I say character, I'm not talking about all those drama, all those nonsense. Good morning, sir. I'm not talking about all that nonsense. When we talk about character, I'm talking about the fact that can somebody always take your word for it? If you say good morning, can people really believe it is morning without checking their time? Are you a person of integrity? There was a young man at a point. I'm no longer doing that. And I'll look at him and I'll laugh. He doesn't even know who you are talking to. Do you think the Unilag you guys went to now is the same Unilag you went to? Unilag that now has boarding house children. I just look and I laugh. about maintaining your character, you gain wisdom. Then you'll be unstoppable like 2 Samuel 18, 1 Samuel 18, 14. 1 Samuel 18 and verse 14. The Bible says, and David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. And what was the outcome out of that? And the Lord was with him. Faithful. Therefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, you know, the first one said he behaved himself wisely. The next one now says he behaved himself very wisely. He was afraid of him. He was afraid of him because he behaved himself very wisely. Jump to verse 33. Then the people 
this opportunity when God and it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself how again? How again? First of all, he behaved himself wisely. The second verse, he behaved himself very wisely. This time around, he behaved himself more wisely than when he had that opportunity. Power three. Number three benefit of being wise. It brings honor. It brings honor. Wisdom brings honor within your personal and professional life. And over time, this honor will lead to lasting legacy. Over time, this honor will lead to lasting legacy. It I mentioned said Is, is, is simply the morality of superior men. When you grow in wisdom, then your honor among others start to rise. This is because your life is an example of someone worth honoring. There's a scripture that says, See if I wrote it here. Oh, okay, it's here. I won't, I won't go there yet. And the last one, benefit of being wise, it grows your influence. It grows your influence. Your wisdom will increase your ability to influence others. This is because who you are and what you do attract like minded people. Those who have wisdom, talent, and a good track record, they want to follow you because of your wisdom. No wonder they say birds of the same feather they flock together. Ways to be wise. Ways to be wise. Number one, insight from the Holy Spirit. Insight from the Holy Spirit. Somewhere in the book of Psalms, says that we hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way that you should go, walk in it. Number two, knowledge and understanding. Then number three, other people's experience. Other people's experience. And lastly, the last outline this morning, what are the things that we can use to show wisdom? What are the things we can use to show wisdom? Number one, your tongue. Our tongue. Proverbs 17, 28. Number one, your tongue. Proverbs 17, 28. Bible says, even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, when he keeps silent, is counted wise. And he that shorted his lips, is esteemed a man of understanding. <laughs> Shut up. Proverbs 10, 19. Proverbs 10, 19. Proverbs 10, 19. In the multitude of words, 
Gear wanted not him, but he that restraineth his lips is what? Is what? Proverbs 21, 23. Proverbs 21, 23. The Bible says, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. How comes his tongue is connected to the soul? What does this tongue have to do with the soul? Proverbs 13, verse 3. Proverbs 13, verse 3. He that keepeth his mouth, keepeth his life. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Mark Twain said, and I quote, Mark Twain said, and I quote, Wisdom is the reward you get for a lifetime of listening when you would rather have talked. I say it again. Wisdom is the reward you get for a lifetime of listening when you would rather have talked. Number two things that can show wisdom. Your actions. Our actions. First John 3, 19 to 20. Our actions. First John 3, 19 to 20. First John chapter 3, 19 to 20. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Verse 20. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Before you do that thing, before you do what you're about to do, one of the greatest checklists that God has put inside of us is our heart. If your heart condemns you, then you need to sit down and think about it again. If your conscience pricks you, and if you have now gotten to a stage where your conscience doesn't pick you again, then that's a point where I call a point of no return. A point of no return. They can't say you are a Christian and engage in certain things. They can't say you are a Christian sister and go and pass the night in someone's house who is not your husband. They can't say you are a Christian brother and open the door. To that kind of an offer. Let's preach it the way we should preach it in church. <laughs> I'm not a lady. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a king. But into your own house, get married. <laughs> I'm not enough. I'm not. You may, if you have to tell me. to tell someone that you are not a king, then check. It means you are being childish. If you have to prove a point to someone that you are <laughs> by conscience that you are this, it means you are still acting like a child. That's what when I'm a child, I behave like a child. Our actions. Number three, 
told me that. I said, respect. Respect. Romans 13 and verse 7. Maybe it can be shown too. It reads there. It's respect. I grew up from a home where they don't, they are never against having quarrels or arguments with people. But there's something my mother would say to me. And that's how we were all raised. But it's okay to have quarrels. But you never have quarrels with anyone see them the next day and not be upset. And she was not even a pastor in the church. She was just a principal. The pastor corrects you and you stop joking. Why are you still coming to the church? And you want to be blessed here? Why are you still coming? Why don't you just sit at home? Are you still coming? What are you looking for? Your pastor is not an ice cream seller. Romans 13, verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to who custom. Fear to whom fear is tribute from from unschooled un- young Christians. <laughs> I only fear God. Tell that to an, to an army officer. I only fear God. Therefore, render to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. A wise man is a respectful man. A wise woman is a respectful woman. There's a Yoruba saying. That um, something, something, Kali Ron or Law? Eh? Uh, you know it. <laughs> we will see you after the service. <laughs> they call a madman the groom so that I can allow you go to the place where you are arguing with a madman. You are wasting time. You will be wasting time. You will be abandoned. You can't be arguing. And be doing something productive at the same time. It is wisdom to respect honor people. A wise man will respect people. A wise man will honor people. First Peter two seventeen. First Peter chapter two and verse seventeen. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 17. Honor all 
name. That's what the scripture says. Love the brotherhood. Fear God and honor the king. If you have an English version, can you please put it on there? On, honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God and honor, honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God and honor the what? Emperor. Number five. What are the things that you can use to show wisdom? Order. Order. O-R-D-E-R. Orderliness. Order. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40. Order. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40. Show me an orderly man. Show me a man of order. I'll show you a man of wisdom. Show me a disorganized man, a wuru-wuru to the answer man or woman, and I'll show you a foolish man. Don't worry, foolish is in the Bible. Oh, you foolish Baloko. Our mothers used to use Yoruba words. Okonu. Let all things, can we read this together? One, two, go. Let all things, wait, please wait. Let some things, is that what he said? Let all things be done decently and in order. Everything. If you are in a hurry, you can fast fast the whole thing. Nobody will beat you. I mean, I've seen a brother who said, This is the date I'm getting married. No going back. And he's married, happily married. Now, the bottom line is that he's married. I don't know why I'm going in this direction this morning. Orderliness. God, there's this, because God is not the author of confusion. But of peace as in all churches of the saints. God is not an author of confusion. And lastly, lastly, 
last way, last thing to show you can use to show wisdom. Lifting a matter to God instead of fighting it is the greatest show of wisdom. Lifting a matter to God instead of fighting it is the greatest show of wisdom. I was speaking to someone in the course of the week. First Peter chapter 5, 6 to 7. You can put fully on the screen. I was speaking to someone and I said to the fellow, I said, the only currency you have in the midst of any trouble you may be going through is the currency of patience and holding on to God. It's the currency of patience and holding on to God. Chishi. If you don't hold on to God, who will you hold on to? Me, that I cannot pay, I may not pick your cost. And you need me urgently. Now, I'm not saying I won't pick your call. I'm just saying that's just human error. Mm -mm, I'm not. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I said, the only currency you have is that of patience and holding on to God. Only God can solve your problem. Only God can touch you. The Bible says that the heart of kings be revived. Who is this fear when the Lord has not fled? So when God said that one, he was giant everybody warning. When I've not spoken, don't speak. Even he was telling pastor too, when I've not said anything on this matter, who are you to speak? So wisdom says that when you are in a difficult situation, hold on to God rather than you fighting it all alone by yourself. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 3, the New Living Translation, can begin to conclude now. Galatians 3, verse 3, the New Living Translation. How foolish can you be after starting your Christian life in the spirit? Why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? If you have sense this morning, bring this scripture, put it on top of your bed, wake up in the morning, say and speak. How foolish can I be after starting my Christian life in the spirit? Why am I now trying to become perfect by my own effort and understanding? As we conclude this morning, there's a story that is increasing on by the grace of God when there's an opportunity to speak on this matter. Second Samuel chapter 1, from verse 1 to 16, we read very fast. And I'll pick something out of it and we'll share the grace and hear his name. Some people are have been going up and down. I will show them today. <laughs> For them to, and when I finish speaking, I'm going in. <laughs> now, it came to pass after the death of Saul, when David was returned 
from the slaughter of the Amalekites. And David had about two days in Ziklag. It came even to pass on the third day that, behold, a man came out of the camp from Saul with his clothes rent and earth upon his head. And so it was when it came to David that he fell to the earth and did obeisance. Verse 3, and David said unto him, from whence comest thou? And he said unto him, out of the camp of Israel am I escaped. And David said unto him, Unto whence, how went the matter? I pray thee, tell me. And he answered, that the people have fled from the battle, and many of the people are so fallen and dead. Saul and Jonathan, his son, are dead also. <laughs> and David said unto the young man that told him, How knowest thou that Saul and Jonathan, his son, be dead? And the young man said, that told him, said, as I happened by chance upon Mount Gilboa, the old Saul leaned upon his spear, and lo, the chariots and horsemen followed hard after him. And when he looked behind him, he saw me, and called unto me, and I answered, here am I. And he said unto me, who art thou? And I answered him, I am an Amalekite. And he said unto me again, stand, I pray thee, upon me. And slay me. For anguish is come upon me. Because my life is yet old in me. So I stood upon him. And slew him. Because I was sure that I could not live. After that he was fallen. And I took the crown. That was upon his head. And the bracelet that was on his arm. And I brought them hither unto my Lord. Verse 11. Then David took hold on his, on his clothes. And rent them. Likewise, all the men that were with him, 12, and they mourned and wept and fasted until even for Saul and for Jonathan his son, for the people of the Lord and for the house of Israel, because they were fallen by the sword. And David said unto the young man that told him, Whence art thou? And he answered, I am the son of a stranger, an Amalekite. <laughs> and David said unto him, How was thou not afraid? stretch forth your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed. And David called one of the young men and said, go near and fall upon him. And he smite him and he died. Verse 16. And David said unto him, thy blood be upon thy head for thy mouth has testified against thee, saying I have slain the Lord's Do I need to explain this to God? Eh? Do I need to? For the purpose of Sunday school, I will explain it. <laughs> In conclusion, the scripture is just saying, by doing the right thing at the wrong time, can be highly consequential. If you need more insight, go and read the scripture. I pray that the Holy Spirit will open your eyes. How do you go to someone and say that? Say I should kill him. I killed him. Someone very dear to you. Say I should kill him. He was dying. I killed him. Oh my Jesus, my boyfriend come. And that's how many of us are. 
how many of us are. I was watching about you for the first time. You know, Francis posted about you on his status. After that, I said, where have I been in this Lagos? What have I been doing? Who is that? I have come at this river. So tell me, Lord. <laughs> so I watched from TV one. So I saw the scene where the young man was teaching in the class. And he was so upset. And he asked the girl, somebody, one boy was saying something. He now said, see, I'm a free person. I'm a liberal person. The boy now said to him, ha, I am not saying so much, oh, but I just think that you are in the wrong profession. Maybe you should go and learn carpenter or tailor or something. something. <laughs> a bad ruler, a popular ruler once said, freedom of speech is guaranteed. But freedom after speech, <laughs> we cannot guarantee that one. The Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Do not give up this life. To navigate this life. To navigate our everyday life in the mighty name of Jesus. Have we been ministered to this morning? Just go ahead and thank him. Thank him. Ask him, Father, like never before, I, I need divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Wisdom from above. Wisdom from on high. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom, oh God. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Endow me a spirit of wisdom. A spirit of wisdom. Endow me, oh God. Only you are the only wise God. You are the father of wisdom. Endow me with wisdom, oh God. mighty name we pray. Let's take our hands to the man of God and let's speak into his life that as he has watered us, God Almighty water him, that he will not fall by the wayside. The words that he has spoken, God Almighty multiplies in his life. His anointing will be renewed day by day. The strength of the Almighty will equip him. He will do his best work in honor each and every day of his life. Just mighty name we pray. My intention is actually to go on. But last week, TJ said, I don't want any form of celebration. And we are men of theater. We understand time. So we also decided to appreciate him. And um, we are cooking up something, and I believe that after Thanksgiving, because we don't want to water down the ministration, we feel that everything should be done according to time. And I believe it's going through because at first our plan was to have it now. But um, we changed plans and I feel that it's been the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we are going to pray for TJ. No doubt he's a man of God. And everybody understands him and everybody appreciates him. But I want you to understand this so that we can pray effectively. If you grow up in a family where you're parents are pastors, you understand what you mean by attack. You understand demons. You understand angels. I grew up in church family, and I can tell you that I have seen demons enter. I've witnessed them pass through 
my house. There was a point in time where it was as if it was a dream. But after about 20-something years, it was about two years later, two years ago, 